back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There we go. We're getting ready for some Oscar football. We already listened to Sirius. We already did the day-by-day prayer. This song is always played at uh, We listened to Corn right? Kid. Listen to Corn Kid. We're ready. <laughs> By the way, Nate also texted in uh, that uh, the insider he talked to at Northwestern said their linebackers are the strongest part of their defense. So uh, look out for that, too, as we previewed the Northwestern Wildcats in the last segment. I also wanted to get to the NBA. Very strange trade happened last <laughs> night. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but maybe more interesting is OKC's Chet Holmgren, the rookie, the uh, the phenom, the, the skinniest phenom we've ever seen, already out for the season. Liz Frank injury in his foot. Can't play. Yeah. Oh, well. He, he was he, playing I, in the crossover, a pro-am in Seattle led by Jamal Crawford. Against um, LeBron. And it's, uh, yeah, and he was guarding LeBron, and, and he hurt his foot. But it's it was one of the pro-ams that is sanctioned and, and allowed uh, by the NBA. And now, unfortunately, you're probably going to see a lot of uh, NBA teams banning their players from playing in pro-ams, which sucks. Yeah. Which sucks because pro- the pro-ams are fun. Yeah, and this obviously isn't good for Chet, but it is kind of uh, maybe goes along the plan lines for OKC, right? I mean, they were yeah. tanking anyway. How year. how much longer is Shy Shea Gilgis Alexander going to be okay with tanking? Yeah, like he is supreme. He's a, he's a supremely talented guard, and he's just playing in a market that's just like we want to get the number one overall pick. Every year. <laughs> We've got 300 draft picks to do it with if we need to trade up. We want more. Just <laughs> trade him away for more draft picks. Like, come go. on, what are you doing? You're, you're wasting a dude's prime. Not as, Well, not his, not prime, quite his prime. But you're wasting his young years. And he's supposed I, and, to develop. Yeah, and I was I would have liked to see him and Chet kind of, you know, Chet was going to be interesting. I, I, that just kind of hurts the intrigue for the season a little bit for the NBA because he was going to be your, probably your most interesting rookie. You still got Paolo. Well, you do, but, I mean, his his, his – ceiling i guess his debate uh would have would have ranged on throughout the season about, oh yeah you know what what was he going to be how is he developing um you know he, he'd have flashes of brilliance and then he'd have other games where he's just completely dominated by he's, bigger guys he's Kristaps porzingis rookie year light <laughs> there you go yeah that's all he was he wasn't going to play center like he was going to play power forward he was going to stay out at the perimeter and then he was going to play on the inside and and you know just be like a uh, 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 a weak side blocker. He wasn't going to go up against the big dudes who were trying to back somebody down. He was going to come off the weak side and swat something away. Like you're not, you're not putting him in a position to be backed down by a Joel Embiid no. or an Andre Drummond or a Nikola Jokic. Like you're not, you're not going to put him in that position. You know better than that. The dude's like 180 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. So he's more of a stretch four now than a true five. And depends on the lineup. Like I said, he's not, it's not, yeah, not against the big, I mean, he could put some weight on and, and be a five, but he would never be a, you know, one of those power fives that apparently people are trying to go back to at least, Attempting to with their stretch fours and the the big fives, I don't really. Well, if they know can what's stretch it, Embiid and, and Jokic are can can be that, but they yeah, can also but I'm not asking. Yeah, but Jokic is also like a point center, right? And Joel Embiid, like he can stretch it, but he does most of his damage in the paint. Yeah. So it's one of those things. 
Yeah, and and I and you know maybe he can do a a, a Ben Simmons or a uh, who else did it was uh, Blake Griffin where you get to get win Rookie of the Year the next year after yep, your injury. Exactly. That's kind of <laughs> that is what I thought. You know, first after I said, "Man, that sucks," I thought, "Well, looks like we know next year's Rookie of the Year." Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> uh, and Ben Simmons too. There's kind of been whispers out there for with the Brooklyn might play some center. He's healthy. Could play some center. What yeah. Well, he's a six. What he's a six eight point guard. So. Yeah. Why not put him at center and you have KD doing whatever and Kyrie running point? It'll work. It could work. The other note of interest uh, going on in the NBA is Pat Beverly, longtime Utah Jazz member. Oh, no, no, not too long. Utah Jazz Hall of Famer. (laughs) Yeah, he had a cup of coffee there, never played a game, Uh, was traded. For Jalen Horton Tucker, they like the prize possession, the prize young piece, not too many young pieces for the Lakers. He's not that good. Jalen Horton Tucker. Jalen Horton Tucker is not yeah, that yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, there is that. But uh, it was <laughs> like, I don't know why. I don't know why Rob Polinka did not want to trade him away <laughs> for anybody. Like there were so many trade packages they could have put together for better players than Pat Beverly. Oh, yeah. And those teams were like, we want Jalen Horton Tucker. And Rob Polinka was like, no, 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 we have to keep him. But Pat Beverly comes comes available, and they're like, yes, here you go. Give me Pat Beverly. Here's Jalen Horton. That doesn't make any sense. It's just some of these prize guys that they hold on to. Like Danny Ainge did eventually just lose him like this. It, oh. Ultimately, for the Lakers, it looks like it's doing two things, at least in their mind. I don't think it really is. Uh, but it's going to open up a spot um, for P- Pat Bev. He's is, is just going to have a half year. Basically, they could t- trade him at the trade deadline or just have the one-year contract open up some space down the line because they also got rid of Stanley Johnson in this trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, and give them some leadership, maybe, is what Pat Bev is thinking. Pat Bev, this was this was months ago uh, with Stephen A. Smith. This is what Pat Bev said, um, and maybe this is what the Lakers were listening to. If I was a free agent and I played for the Lakers, I'm going to the playoffs, I'm going to the West Conference Finals. So you believe if you were a member of the Lakers, they'd go to the Western Conference Finals? As mm. presently constructed, or would the, would the team as presently constructed, or would somebody have to go? No, no, nobody goes. Exact same thing. Western Conference Finals. Because they have no one that's who's and no discredit to LeBron James. But he's doing so much. Who's the leader? They had success because there was a leader there. Rondo was there at the time he was the leader. Who's the leader? Who's telling LeBron, hey, LeBron, you got to be low man, bro. That ain't, that ain't your help out. Uh, you got to X out. No one's telling them that. Mm. Not on a consistent basis. Right. And Patrick Beverly's going to tell him that? I'm going to tell everyone that. Okay. Because I want to win. Because it's not about me scoring 20. It's not about me having 15 dimes. I want to win. I want to beat everyone I play. If I play and you playing cards right now, I want to win. That's it. There you go. Pat Beverly, that was a few months ago. There you go. Perfect. That's all you need. That's all they needed. That's the missing piece. Rob Palenka must have had that on DVR. I actually think that Patrick Beverly does make this team better. Not in like an actual point guard role, but in a way that they actually have somebody who is a willing defender, yeah, and can defend at a pretty high level. Um, yeah, that that helps them out. So I now, guess- so now, you know, if you have somebody, you because Russell Westbrook guarding the team's point, the other team's point guard, the other team's you know usually best players at point yeah. guard sometimes. Uh, now you can throw Pat Bev on that person, you know, whether it be point guard, shooting guard, small forward, he can guard one through three. 
And I've said it too. I I think for a while, I think that, you know, it depends on how they feel. And obviously his pay isn't directed in this manner, but I think that Russell Westbrook could be an excellent sixth man. If he'll, if he'll swallow his pride. Yeah. Yeah, If, if, if his ego doesn't get in the way, I mean, I think he's perfect for that because some nights you can't stop him. He's Mm going to go out there and get a triple double other nights when he's a primary member of your team that you rely on your night in and night out. He stops himself. He's going, yeah, he's going to just completely implode your game plan. Um, so that's why I think he's perfect for a six-man role at this stage in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they'll go to that with this Pat Bev move. Um, I think be- they're still looking to trade him. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but uh, we'll see if that happens. Nets just gave up on the KD trade. Right? Yeah, well, now all the other free agents can sign because nobody was signing anywhere and no teams were looking at free agents because of the Kevin Durant saga. So right. now, finally, you'll probably see a lot more people signing with teams. Which, thank goodness, because my man's is sitting out there in no man's land right now. Just Who's, waiting. who's that? Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo, yeah. I think he goes back to the Lakers. Apparently, it's there's like three or four teams. It's like the Lakers, Golden State, the New York Knicks, and somebody else. I don't know. Golden State would be really nice, though. My man is Rondo out there. He's he's gonna might wait a little longer. <laughs> he might be a midseason addition. We'll kind of see there. Uh, but we got to stick with our guys we grew up. Oh with, yeah, so. always. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that'll wrap it up for the ticket water cooler. Rico's not gonna go far because the happy hour is coming up next. Nick Sander will jump in studio with him. They'll bring you an excellent hour of radio. That's coming up here next on 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks for sticking with us. One more water cooler and then Husker football. <laughs> 